0: And get ready to enjoy another installment of Best Show Gems. There was a guy from a band, uh, Corey was his name. The band was called Mother 13, and they were... They were just, geez. they were like the most generic, horrible, mainstream rock. And they were doing all these kind of like Taco Bell you know, Pepsi side stage things on a summer tour, and he was calling up trying to promote his band on, uh, on this station. And, you know, and, and uh, we got into a little bit of an argument, and uh, I had a bet with Corey was that um, he would retire from music if his band Mother 13 was not in the uh, top ten on the Billboard charts by this time. And you know what, it's, last time I looked at Billboard, Mother 13, nowhere to be found on the charts. Say like Corey was the uh, lead singer and guitarist of Mother 13. So, uh, you know, I kind of was waiting for a call. Maybe he'd, uh, you know, live up to his end of the, uh, of the bet. I've never heard uh, back from him. So, um, I, 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 it's kind of like a journey a little bit. I was trying to get a hold of him, so I, uh, yeah, I tried to contact RCA, which was their label. And uh, I guess I say was, because uh, I found out they had an album called High Dive, which actually sold uh, like about 100,000 copies and, the, and got a fair amount of radio play with a song called Wired, but um, they got dropped. So then I uh, was forwarded to their management company, Future Star Limited. And the guy up there, Rupert, um, I guess who was managing the band or representing them, is no longer representing them. And he, uh, I guess after the band got dropped, he tried to aim them onto a uh, an indie label. And Corey, who's the guy I had the bet with, didn't want anything to do with it. So uh, he actually uh, told future star the management company that he was going to manage the band and we get them signed to a major label within like a month he claimed which was back in september and the band uh you know uh we haven't heard from him but i was able to track this guy down um from an insurance form that uh The guy at Future Star, Rupert, gave me the phone number, uh, Corey's phone number, which I called earlier. And uh, it turned out that that was uh, Corey's mother's number. And his mother, who I spoke to, gave me a work number, which I am going to call now, because I would like to even the score with this guy. Who had to bet me. Let's try to get this. Okay. Let's see if this is work.
1: Hello, this is Corey. Thank you for calling Radio Hut where sales is our top priority. Can I interest you in a portable toaster or perhaps a set of disco lights?
0: Is this Corey? Yes speaking. Corey. Hey, uh, I should say you're on the radio. You're on, uh, WFMU. Uh, my name's Tom Sharpling and you actually, uh, you were on my program back in July. I don't know if you remember. how did you get this number? Uh, your mom gave it to us.
1: She's not supposed to give my work number out. Who, who is
0: this? Uh, my name's Tom. I host a, a program on WFMU and, uh, we had a bet back in July. I don't know if you remember. You were in. You were in the band Mother Thirteen, right? Is this the same Corey? Yeah. Well, uh, do you remember our bet that you said you were going to be in the top ten on the Billboard chart?
1: Um, kind of rings a bell.
0: Yeah. Well. Um, uh. Well, I guess I am ringing that bell then because you did make a bet with me. You were kind of kind of arrogant about it about saying you were going to be in the top ten on billboard uh the billboard charts by the second week in november and uh, the second week in november has come and gone and uh mother 13 is not in the top ten so i just kind of wanted to uh so
1: what do you want from me i mean isn't it bad enough that we got dropped
0: well i mean i just you were kind of First of all, you you guys were doing all these corporate sponsored gigs that uh you know, like Doritos and Taco Bell or all those things like that that you know, it
1: was the best time of my life.
0: Well, it was, doing those shows.
1: Doing those shows. Uh-huh. Seeing all those people coming to see us.
0: Mhm. Well, you were kind of arrogant though when you were uh You when you were on the air, you were very arrogant to me and kind of uh
1: Well, I think I had every right to be. Ah. Uh- <laughs> I played, I played. If memory serves, I, I I played you our music, didn't I?
0: Sure, you played a few cuts, and and, uh... and. you loved it, didn't you? Um, no. Now was that that was stuff from High Dive? Yeah. What did What did you love about it? Ah, uh, well, it sounded completely artificial and um, lifeless.
1: Oh, I rem- I remember you now. You were the yes, okay. You were the guy that really stuck it to me.
0: Yeah, I. I well, you were the guy who was sticking it to me, and I was just sticking it back So
1: so what do you, What do you want
0: from me? I mean I, I just I guess I wanted to call and try to, you know, even well, the even you know, to play out the bet here. You said you'd uh make a public apology. I I said what? You said you'd make a public apology if uh your band wasn't in the top 10 on the Billboard charts by uh this time. Well, so the f- the floor is yours Corey.
1: well um i guess i uh, i i apologize to uh to you and all all your listeners from what i recall this was what like a high school radio station something like that
0: no it's actually a uh listener sponsored station
1: okay well well i uh i apologize but uh I'm certainly not going to apologize for the way I conducted myself, because we were a great band. Those guys those guys blew me off.
0: Who blew you off? The other guys in the band. In Mother 13? Yeah. How did they blow you off? You know who also blew me off? Who? Rupert. Who I spoke to. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: What did he have to say for his, himself?
0: Uh, well, he kind of told me a funny story that you were... Uh... I guess you guys got well. It wasn't you guys got dropped by RCA.
1: Hey, hang on, okay. I'm gonna. It's almost my break time. I'm gonna go in the back room. Okay, hang
0: on. Sure. Hang on. We're joined by uh, Corey from Mother Thirteen. All right. Who was a band who uh, we had on? Who were kind of arrogant and uh, cor- they're kind of like corporate garbage rock and. Well,
1: uh, where do you get off saying that?
0: Uh, well, well, I heard your music. Is that enough of a? So. Uh, so-
1: Look, I haven't even talked to Rupert in in, in about a month. Uh-huh. What what on earth did he have to say for himself?
0: Well, he he told me that when you guys got dropped, he tried to to uh, you know land you guys on like an independent label, and and that you specifically didn't want to hear anything.
1: You're, da- you're damn right; those other clowns all went with that indie label.
0: Uh-huh. So they're all on an indie label now.
1: I well, they are. I'm not. You so know wh- why?
0: Why? I deserve to be on a major you deserve to be on a major label. Right. So an independent record label is uh is is not good enough for you. That's for losers, that's for clowns. Independent music. Yeah. My big
1: beef with RCA? Yeah, what's that? It wouldn't give us enough support, you know. We needed more money to to make more videos and more money to get us on some of those big those big festivals. You know, I asked the label to grease the wheels uh-huh. for MTV to play our second video, which was for a song called Tightrope. Yeah. They wouldn't do it. I mean, it was a simple. All they had to do was something really simple,
0: which was just pay off MTV. A
1: hundred thousand dollars.
0: A hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Where'd you get that figure from? That's what they told us. Who's they? You know, MTV did. MTV told you a hundred thousand dollars would get the video on the air.
1: I can't. I, I can't actually say MTV told us that, but but a guy that. That, you know, that that uh, knows how these things work. That's what he told us. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So those guys split, you know, and they they didn't share my vision. They just wanted to play music, you know. I wanted our show to be events. Uh-huh. And you can't get more of an event than the Earthlink Pringle Summer Slam Jam or the Bud Light Snickers dancing in the district party or the Heineken Chips and Fun Rally. Those guys just wanted to, Those guys would have been content to play Joe's Bar.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, well, uh... You know what those guys also didn't like about me? What? I mean, every band has a leader, right? Sure. I was the leader. I was the guiding force.
0: Uh-huh. You
1: know what they didn't like about this? What's that? They didn't like the fact that I, that I was the only one doing the interviews. They didn't like the fact that I was the only one in the band that was in focus in the photos.
0: They just didn't want it enough. So you were the only one in the photos in focus? Oh, well, yeah. That's not... I mean, I could see why they wouldn't like that. They were my tunes. They were your tunes, so you were writing all the tunes. Well, they didn't care about
1: image or power. You know, that was that was another beef I had with uh, RCA. They, I told them that I needed to look more powerful and more, you know, more in charge, kind of like Fred Durst.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can see how that would. Boy, that's something to strive for.
1: They went into it though. They, our records sold a hundred thousand copies, and you know, which, which is pretty good. Yeah, to them it's not, and to me, all, you know, to me also, it was a massive failure. I, I just thought that, I thought we should have sold like the bet, you know, I, I we should have been in the top ten right now, you know.
0: So you feel a hundred thousand copies sold is a failure, a massive failure? Oh, you Oh yeah,
1: said. yeah. Well, wow. you know, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking of myself like, as a contemporary of Scott Stapp from Creed and. Bono and all, all those guys, you know. And wow,
0: those those are that's a uh, pretty pretty heady uh, company there.
1: Well, you know though. Yeah? It's actually in a strange way a a blessing in disguise, I think.
0: How how is that?
1: Well, basically I'm regrouping and uh you're essentially talking to the next puff daddy.
0: You you're the next puff daddy. Yeah,
1: I'm a uh I've uh... I've put aside the performing in front of the camera uh-huh. aspects of, of the music biz, and I'm uh, I'm a behind-the-scenes mogul now. I'm a singer, pro- uh, songwriter,
0: producer. Hey, wait, I didn't realize Puff Daddy worked at, Were you working, Radio Hut? What are you getting at? That's kind of not how Puff Daddy is.
1: Well, I'm sure Puff Daddy had a period of, Reassessment and regrouping, and that's that's where I am now. And uh, you know, I've I've uh,
0: yeah, I, I, I'm sure he did have a period of reassessment. I don't think he had to work retail during it, though.
1: Well, you know, I'm I'm actually learning a lot about about the, all kinds of things here. What the people want, what what you can sell them, especially what they don't need, and what what you. What, you can actually sell them. I've, I've got a bunch of great new talents that I'm working with. I got this this great band called Scooter UK.
0: Scooter UK from yeah. the UK? Oh no, they're from uh, they're from Plainfield. Really? Yeah. So there's a band called Scooter UK.
1: Yeah, and actually, I got my axe here with me in the back room here. That I, if I get inspired, which is quite often, I uh, try to come up with some new riffs for their for their tunes, and I'll, I'll be the first to. Uh, You'll be the first to hear this, okay? Here's, the, here's this, this killer uh, riff I'm working on for, okay. for, for their new uh, demo, which I'm going to land a major deal with, okay? Hang on. That's all I'm giving you right now, though.
0: Hey! Wow, that's a that's a pretty exciting riff. I I, thank you. I think I liked it better when Nirvana played it, though. What what are you talking about? The riff you just did—that smells like Teen Spirit. No, it's not. I mean, it's it's. uh... Oh! Oh! You made like one little change in it. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of
1: like like Ice Ice Baby within Queen. You know, the uh, Queen was and
0: was oh so that extra beat is what uh so your thing is like hey
1: I can't help it if nirvana didn't didn't think of going to that killer chord that I came up with
0: so because yours goes like there's like a little like it should have gone like it oh so you're improving on on uh on smells like Teen Spirit. Well, you know, I
1: can't help it if they wouldn't step up to the table and deliver.
0: What ner- <laughs> uh, Yeah, I guess. Uh,
1: yeah, See, they let non- their
0: audience down. How'd they let their audience down? They didn't. Co-
1: they didn't come up with the, the chord sequences that everybody wanted. That every, everybody was clamoring for.
0: Yeah, but I guess you're you're doing that in the back uh, room of that radio hut you're working at.
1: Hey, I'm I'm planning my uh, my breakout.
0: And I also don't want to besmirch people who work retail, which uh, which I I think is fantastic. But you're just you're such a a shameful, uh, I guess shameless and shameful. You you're both at the same time braggart and and uh, egotist that um, you kind of need to be. Uh, just kind of kept in check a little bit.
1: Hey, I got a right to brag, and here, here's why. Okay. Why? Not only am am I uh, doing the uh, behind the scenes producer songwriting stuff, I'm inventing a bunch of stuff.
0: Inventing what? Yep. Different, like
1: I, I'm an inventor. I, I'm the, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna go down as the Thomas Edison of uh, of this uh, this century. Really? Yeah. I'm working on this new computer program. Uh huh. It allows you to download. And print out CDs. The CD actually comes through your printer.
0: Wait a minute. The artwork comes through your printer. No, the the actual disc comes through your printer. The physical disc. Yeah. How is that possible? I don't have all the particulars worked out yet. But
1: you can you can say you heard it here first. I'm also working on a similar thing for T-shirts, where you'll be able to print a T-shirt out on your printer.
0: And physically, a T-shirt will come out of your printer. Exactly, yeah. Now, is that with you having loaded, like, a T-shirt in? Oh, no, no. So, oh, let me get this right. I will have no T-shirt right. at home. Yes. I will log on. Yes. Uh, I guess I'm ordering one of these shirts.
1: Yeah, you'll, yeah, we have a website, and you'll be able to pick what you want, what you want on it, all kinds of things.
0: And then I hit order.
1: Right. And then what am I hitting, print? Well, you got to put your credit card info in there, first, jerk.
0: Oh, that, that's nice. You trying to get a free T-shirt from me already? No, I'm not trying to get a free T-shirt from you. I'm trying to just get the rules to this insane thing you're telling me. So I... Okay, so I give you my credit card number. Yeah. Then I hit order. Hey, give me
1: a real credit card number. Don't screw me, all right? Like, I know you would.
0: Uh, oh, you... Oh, you're so sad. Okay. So, so I hit print, and right. then out of my printer comes a t-shirt exactly how is that physically possible we're working on it, okay how far away are you from having this uh... we're getting there do you have a a a, an, a target insight in terms of a date
1: well like a date like a like a like a date
0: that we will have the have it
1: have it have it for
0: for, for yeah the, the date that you'll actually have this thing up and running
1: uh... it'll be soon it'll be soon i think it'll i i see it coming by summer By next summer, yeah, I'm I'm hoping to actually sell the uh, the idea to Radio
0: Hut. The idea of this T-shirt, yeah, printer. Oh,
1: everything you can. uh, God, you could, you could download anything. Furniture. What are you talking about? It's coming.
0: It's coming. I mean, Uh, yeah, I mean, you can download furniture. Yeah. So out of my normal-sized printer, a couch is going to come out of it. We're working on it.
1: Don't 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 you sweat it, okay? We're gonna <laughs> take care. Hey, speaking of uh This would be the most
0: revolutionary invention ever. It's coming, you know, and I'm the guy behind it. So you're going from It's gonna be a pot eighty product. What's pot eighty again? Prior to the eighties. Oh, that's right. That's, that's the our radio, line that, here at Radio HUD. Yeah, that's the Radio HUD line of merchandise. You uh Boy, that Radio Hut uh, way of thinking is really uh, consistent. What do you know about Radio Hut? Uh, well, uh, you know, I've had bad experiences with people working there, but, you know, that's neither here nor there.
1: Not at our store, not in Newbridge.
0: Well, yeah, that was exactly the store, I think. Are you in the, in the, are you, uh, is that in the Commons? Yes. Yeah, the Newbridge Commons, yeah, that, that's the one. You, you've been here. Uh, I was there a long time ago, but I had a run-in with a guy on the telephone, yeah. Which guy, Jeff? Yeah, Jeff. My uh, boss? Jeff Cooper? Oh, he's great. (laughs) I'm sure you'd hit it off with him. He hired me. I'm sure he did, and I'm sure the two of you are just like, uh, that's just like, that's just like bread and butter, the two of you fitting together.
1: Hey, speaking of the Pod 80 line. Yeah? Can I interest you in a little, uh, Pod 80 porta uh,
0: TV2? A Porta TV 2? Yeah. What is a Porta TV 2? It's a portable TV. A portable TV. What is? How big of a screen? Well, you know, it's much smaller than the uh, Porta TV 1. Uh-huh. And how how smaller is it? Well, that? this thing only weighs
1: 17 pounds.
0: 17 pounds. Yeah. That's not that light for a portable anything. Oh, it's great,
1: though. It runs on 37 quad
0: Ds. What is a 37 quad D? It's not what is, what are. Oh, sorry. What are 37 quad Ds? It runs on 37 quadruple D batteries. A quadruple D battery? Yeah. What is a quadruple D battery? We well, you know the, those d size batteries. Sure. Imagine the big, those the big four, ones. Imagine those four
1: times bigger.
0: Okay, that's pretty big. Well, it runs on 37 of those. That alone must weigh... Uh, 17 pounds, including yeah. the batteries? Yeah, the screen is, is uh, 15 inches. So basically, you're just selling a TV that runs on batteries. No, it, it fits on your, on your wrist. A 15-inch screen and 37 of these quadruple D batteries, yeah. and it fits on your wrist. How yeah. is that possible?
1: Oh, it does. Hey, we're also trying to push this uh, Cavern Sound uh, 2002 line.
0: What is cavern sound?
1: Oh, they're, they're these huge speakers. They uh, they barely fit in your living room. They make everything sound like you're in a cave. And this is that's good? Oh, my God, yeah. I, I watched uh, Clan of the Cave there night over at Jeff's place. Yeah? It's incredibly
0: cool. Incre-
1: yeah, I'm I, sure. I, I thought Daryl Hannah was going to come and bite me on the ass.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow, that is... That is horrifying for, like, five reasons. Hey, Guy. Yeah. I didn't tell you about the best thing I'm doing. What's that?
1: I'm about halfway done writing a book. Uh-huh. Called How to Make... it. It's, it's actually a guide to making it in the music business. Yeah. Called How to Make it in the Music Business by someone who already has.
0: And who are you writing that for? Like, are you... You're people, s- people that, that uh, dare to dream. No, no, I mean, who, who is the person who made it in the music biz that you're writing it, I guess, with is the question I wanted to ask. Who are you writing that with? I'm writing it. Based on what experience? I I was in a band on a major label. For like 40 minutes, right? That's longer than most uh, schlubs. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't qualify that as, uh, you know, you are you haven't already made it. Well, most, most losers don't get past their first demo. I actually got signed, pal. Yeah, you did, and, and then you flopped. Did you get signed? I wasn't trying to get signed. Yeah, I didn't think you did. Well, I wasn't trying. I didn't get signed. Yeah, you're right. You got one up on me. Hey, you know what? Did I get dropped? No.
1: Hey, I'm just telling you that I, uh, I, I got a I leg up on everybody out there.
0: Yeah, I bet yeah. none of your
1: listeners got signed. The none, bet of... none of your listeners got to play uh, all those cool shows. Get Pringle tins, Get uh, all the Heineken they wanted for a month.
0: Uh huh. Yeah, I'm sure. Sh- I'm sure they haven't had a chance to play on the. Uh, what do you call that? The like the corporate the corporate horror brigade. Uh, uh, what, would you, what would you call that?
1: We call it the festival circuit. It's 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 what every band aspires to.
0: Ever. Yeah, I don't think every band aspires to the festival circuit where they can get sponsored by, uh, like uh, Pillsbury or something, you know, like that. Yes. You're so jealous. It's. I feel so sad for you. Hey, well, you know, it's, it's good. We, I think, we both have the same uh, the same feeling for each other. Oh, because you're you're a uh, a fake mogul now, running the scenes from this radio hut. You, I, I'm not here for long. You and Scooter UK. It's not going to be long before I'm, uh, I got a penthouse. Yeah, until you've got a penthouse. You probably couldn't even afford the magazine penthouse. You know what? What?
1: Uh, For starters, I've got a subscription to penthouse. Secondly.
0: Whoa. When I'm in my penthouse. You're you're right. Let me take that. Let me me apologize. How'd you get that subscription? Who did... Who do you know?
1: My mom got it for me.
0: Wow, that's that's a really healthy relationship you and your mother have then. A hey, fear.
1: You see eight mile?
0: No, not yet.
1: She's almost as hot as his mom in that. Ew. what? That's so disgusting. You don't know. I do know. See, you're a judge. I'm a judge, yeah. So many of you
0: guys out there DJs, you're judges, you know? And, and what are you? Let me guess. You're the one who's out there doing it. That's right. That's yeah. right.
1: You're you're just on the sidelines. I'm I'm at the fifty yard line.
0: Yeah, you're out there, dude. You're taking all the chances.
1: That's right. I am,
0: and yeah. succeeding, and succeeding. Yep. Yeah. Now, guys like you cry every time. You 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 brag and brag and brag, and then the second things go wrong, you cry. I didn't cry you, at all. I you succeeded. blame you blame everybody else.
1: I succeeded in a way you
0: never d- yeah. will ever. And Whose I... fault? Yeah, it's Rupert's fault. It's RCA's fault. It's MTV's fault. Hey, it's partially your fault. It's the other guys in Mother 13's fault. It's, it's everyone's partially your fault, pal. How's it my fault? I remember that
1: day, that day that we talked. Yeah. You screwed my head up, man. And
0: Oh, and I guess I took your eyes off the prize, huh?
1: For a minute, but it, it, it got in there. And you know what? Yeah. I'm going to show you.
0: How are you going to show me? I'm going
1: to show you. You wait till this invention happens?
0: Yeah. Oh, which one? The one that can, uh, I can download furniture from the internet? That's right. Yeah, so. Or a tank? <laughs> a tank. Oh, you are so, you are such a sad. You're, you're going down. I'm and going down what? You're going to download and a you tank? You know what? Yeah, what? I would come over
1: there right now and kick your ass. Yeah. But some kid just threw up a pretzel on the battery rack out front, so I gotta I gotta split. Okay? Yeah,
0: hey, uh good luck there at Radio HUD, my friend. Hey, why don't you download yourself over to the studio right now so I can punch you in the face. Why don't you download my crotch? Download your crotch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no thanks. I'm gonna pass on that download. You know what? What? I might just pass on letting you live. Oh, you're gonna Thank you. You're on the list. I'm on the list. What? That, that's going You're gonna let me live? No, I'm not. Uh, you're on the two, to murder list. Oh, I'm on the two murder list. And yes. let me guess. You're what? You're my murderer. You know who you edged in front of? Who? Bin Laden. So I'm in. Oh, well, fantastic! I'm in front of Bin Laden now yeah. on your list. Yeah. Oh Good luck. Well Right Sweet back, dreams. Right back at you, clown. Sweet dreams. Okay. Okay. Flop. And he's gone. Great. Corey from Mother 13 checking in. Thanks for listening to another episode of Best Show Gems. This is a sampling of the full three-hour Best Show on WFMU, which can be heard each and every Tuesday night live at WFMU.org, Tuesday nights, 9 p.m. until midnight Eastern Standard Time. You can listen anywhere on the globe at WFMU.org. If you're in the New York area, you can listen over your radio at 91.1. If you're in the Hudson Valley area, outside of New York City, check out the show at 90.1. And if you need more information on the show, go to friendsoftom.com. That is the Best Show on WFMU website. I want to thank a few people who are uh, instrumental in making sure this show takes place every other week. I want to thank Martin DeGrell, who is the executive producer of Best Show Gems and the curator of this program. Thank you, Martin. Mel Matsuoka, who is the, uh, the man who has been in charge of the entire Best Show and WFMU archiving for ages now. He is the architect behind this whole thing. None of it would be happening without you, Mel. Thank you so much. John Worcester, of course. Thank you for all the stuff uh, you do and we do together. You're the funniest dude alive ap mike for all your work helping keep the show running smoothly I want to thank spoony for coming up with the best show gems logo and again if you want to listen to a full episode of the best show on wfmu go to wfmu.org there are archives up there covering the entire decade plus of the best show on wfmu they're all waiting up there for you to listen to at wfmu.org and thank you for listening to this and we hope to uh Have you hear us soon? I don't know if you're hearing it or not. I'm going to assume you are. So thank you so much, and uh, we will see you soon. Bye.